in copyright and trademark and protecting your stuff, you have to defend your your items. All right, friends, we are revisiting a topic that we discussed back in episode 10. We talked about IP and copyright, but we have some more feelings and thoughts and experiences to share on this topic. And we think if we approach it more from the lens of what it's like when we are are having our content being used in other places and in other ways, how do we feel? What are we going to do about it? And what do we as creators in the community, what should we be considering as we think about this? So who are we going to start with today? I don't know. Let's let's go with Alec because he has a very salient story we want to start out with. Alec, do you want to tell us what happened to you recently in as much mm, detail no. as you feel comfortable in sharing? I have nothing to say on this matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks okay. for dropping this my episode. Thirty-five seconds. The reason why we had this idea for this topic was because of something that happened quite recently, and. It was something that, like, when I saw it, and it was basically somebody had taken one of my thumbnails for a course that I've got and uh, had used it for uh, something in a community that we're all uh, a member of and just uh, basically replaced the name of my course with theirs and the tagline and whatever. And I wasn't really that fussed about it, to be honest, but I just kind of dropped a casual message in saying, you know, you might want to be careful about uh, taking somebody else's artwork and then just blatantly, you know, copying it and and, and putting your own, <laughs> changing the text, basically, and, and doing it very poorly. But that was a, a side issue. So I had I'd taken some images from Adobe Stock. I had created my own artwork from those. Um, and this person had then taken that thumbnail um, and used it for their their uh, their course or their thing, their advert. Um, and so aside from the fact that it was my artwork that i'd created um it was done with adobe stock images and so therefore you know if they don't have an adobe stock license then they weren't you know they wouldn't be allowed to use those uh, either um and because it was in a sort of community that we're you know and all a part of all the, uh, the ecamm community um you know i don't mind people taking my stuff to to use it to to use it for whatever they want to try out in Ecamm or whatever. It was the added part of the fact that this was a course that they were then linking out to uh, on another platform that was the, you know, the kind of thing. Um, but as I say, I didn't really have a massive issue about it. But what was amusing was the uh, the response that came back of just denial. And the more that the person <laughs> tried to claim, I'm not a thief, I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, it seemed like they just dug themselves even, uh, even deeper. And to come back with a response, which is that... Um, Oh well, no. I'm. Uh, I, I never steal anything. I always. Uh, I always give credit where you know credit is 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 needed. I pay for stuff. I buy things from listed different people that they bought things from, and it was kind of like, yeah, that's all fine. But none of those actually applied in this case because <laughs> you did clearly stay. Uh, you know, take it. And and one of the one of the uh, the reasons was uh, I stated that I took this image from the internet. Unfortunately. Um, just stating that you took the image from the internet um, is not to, <laughs> is not going to stand up in uh, in copyright court. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's where this whole thing came from. And as I say, I'm not uh, I don't have a, a massive issue with it as such, but it did just sort of highlight this point of you know what to do when people start taking things that you've uh, you've created. Yeah, and and that kind of brings up the interesting point that we're at this stage in probably in social media world where 
there's we've been bombarded with so much content for such a long time. And the idea that people can just take something that they see and just wholesale lift it up and just put it somewhere else. They think it's because it's in what they consider to be the public domain, which it's not. None of these social platforms are public domain. They think it's for public use and that they can do with it whatever they will. And it's a really interesting sort of misconception. So, so Alec, how did you leave it? Did you decide that you were just going to sort of let it let it slide at that point and, and not be concerned about it? Or are you going to keep your eye on this particular creator and perhaps their uh, participation in the in our favorite community going forward. <laughs> I'll certainly be noticing when stuff gets posted, <laughs> if there's any promos and stuff like that. Because there is, uh, like, uh, the issue about this is, as well, that the name of the, the course, so it's the Ultimate Zoom Masterclass was the name of my course. Uh, improve Your Impact on Zoom or something like that was the, the tagline. So somebody's got literally the same thumbnail with a slight variation. I mean, I've, you know, my, my courses have got very similar names and very similar taglines. So there's that, that confusion that can be caused if somebody's sharing something that is, you, you know, some people could mistake to be something of yours. That's obviously the, the point. It's like, you know, that's why brands don't like you copying, copying their look, their trademarks and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, of course I will still be, uh, you know, no- noticing when these people are posting things and, uh, and seeing, you know, what, uh, what those things look like, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And th- that confusion over where that credit is due when so much of what we're doing as content creators is trying to build our credibility by establishing we can make these things. These are our ideas. These are the these are the smart thoughts that are in our heads. And now we're showing them off in media form on all these places. And then they just get taken is is really kind of weird. And yeah, I <laughs> we were all watching with uh yes, we were with dark all vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's and that's the other thing too, is that um, you know, don't assume that there's only one set of eyes looking for stuff. I mean, it it became quite obvious to the rest of us. I mean, we're, you know, we're a little group here and we watch out for each other. And, uh, you know, I, I would say that I might have been a little bit more miffed than Alec was. But, you know, at the same time, he was listing off um, other creators that he either bought stuff with or collabed <laughs> with as if that yeah. was supposed to correct the situation by dragging down these creators that have reputations. And as well as he also invoked the fact that he was a U.S. Marine. And of course, somehow that was supposed to make things. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your service, but not in terms of abscounding with somebody (laughs) else's creative product. So it also brings into question anything else that this particular creator has ever made. Because, you know, I looked through a couple of different things and, you know, you could tell that he had lifted those things off of uh, other creators and repurposed them for his use. But, you know, and and at the same time, you know, it's, you know, it's not good. You're going to get noticed. You might think that there's, you know, 7 billion people on the internet, but when you're, 
in this particular family, when you're in this particular community, uh, somebody's going to call you out and you got called out. And the best thing to do in this particular sense was to take that thing down and apologize to the original creator for your transgression and move on. That did not happen. The the fact is that, you know, a couple of you stepped in and, you know, commented. Um, but the response from this person was, oh, I had to turn off comments and block people because they were attacking me. Nobody was attacking him. It was a case of it's a dialogue. I mean, I've made mistakes in my life, plenty of them. I do them every day. Um, but when somebody calls me out on it, the last thing I do is say, all right, well, I'm going to block you. You know, if somebody's, you know what? <laughs> I might, I might have somebody... attacked him. I might have attacked him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use sarcasm strategically. Mm. But I mean, it's like, actually, the, the thing was, the, the, the defense that somebody was putting up, were, I mean, at some point, it seemed like the, this person had actually turned it around on me and said, well, how do we know you didn't t- steal it? <laughs> it's like, well, because I didn't. <laughs> you, you clearly did. Here's mine. And, and, then, uh, and then to come back with uh, something like, um, like to, <laughs> to the people who commented, oh, don't get involved before you know the full story. It's like, well, the full story is clear. You know, this is my prior art and there is this one. And, you know, it's, it's, it's case closed. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And Rob raised a really good point about how communities are small and the deception of things being out in the internet, like nobody's going to catch you, is so completely erroneous. And that's how I got into my little scenario around the same time that that you did, Alec, is somebody DM'd me, uh, who's inside my umpiring community and said, Oh, the day after your live stream, this guy took your footage and put it on uh, another uh, in a Facebook group. And so I went and looked at the footage and realized that what he had done is he had recorded or downloaded the YouTube video, which you can do. And he had actually cropped out my head and the rest of my graphics because this particular segment of video was uh, sort of like an inset. It was it was very low resolution, so I couldn't I couldn't make it the full screen. It was just kind of small, and but he had he clearly like cropped in to make sure that I wasn't in the picture, muted it so that all of my voiceover, which is my fair use, I'm adding value to this particular content, which was a bunch of plays, a bunch of field hockey plays that I had edited together. It wasn't just something that I found. I took a video and I clipped in just the parts that I thought were pertinent. And then I added my value to it. And that was part of my live stream. And he just took that and he just cropped me out. He did edit out a couple little sections where the players were high-fiving. That was his contribution to it. And then he put it on his group. And he said, what do you guys think of this idea? And I, I was like, what was the most shocking thing was that, first of all, our community is even smaller than, <laughs> than you know, what you could call the, the creator community. And then... It was somebody that I know, somebody who I I wouldn't term him a friend, but an acquaintance, somebody I've offered support to. We've had conversations about what we do because he is probably the only other person in the world that does umpiring courses professionally. He does them in, in high school sort of level, you know, we're in very different spheres. We're not competing against each other and prior to this, I was like, hey, go for it. And if he had 
taken my, even if he had edited me out and put my stuff up and he said, oh, Keely talked about this on her stream yesterday. Here's the link. What do you all think about this? I would have been totally cool with that. But that's not what he did. And then when I said in the comments, hey, it really would have been appreciated if you would give me, you know, if you would attributed this content to me because I edited this piece and I put all these ideas together and I did a 90 minute live stream where a big chunk of it was on this topic where I, you know, strung all these thoughts together and you just took it. And then my people started <laughs> just like with you, Alec, it was just, you know, hey, not cool. This is the original link. Go, go, go there, go there. And right now, this guy is still very angry at me that I've called him out on it because he said, <laughs> don't pretend you came up with the idea. And I'm like, I never said I came up with the idea for the plays, but I edited that content together. I was the one who thought of it as an alternative to this particular thing. And anyway, it was just, it's so weird. It's so unnecessary. And as soon as you confront somebody, they double down. That is the thing. It's when, it's when you call somebody out and instead of saying, holding their hands up and saying, my bad, then they just dig themselves deeper and deeper into the hole. <laughs> like yeah. If, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's very odd behavior. <laughs> yeah. And it's not something I'd ever say, okay, this is a copyright infringement. I'm going to issue a takedown notice and, you know, get all formal about it. Because of anybody out there, I know a lot about this topic and I've, you know, if you reference back to episode 10, talked about that whole experience, I think. I don't even remember what we talked about. And I I, I have that legal background. I know the difference between, um, you know, what is fair use and what is not fair use. And that could have been fair use. It could have been if he had maybe added more to it. But the fact that he so deliberately made sure that it didn't look like it mm -hmm. was associated with me is the thing that really insulted me really mm -hmm. pissed me off so i don't know that's it, it and it's weird because that's your baby that's that's your your creator you birthed that thing and now somebody's just walking around with your baby in their stroller and maybe they'll take good care of it but it, there's a saying good artists borrow great artists steal and you know in the creative community we joke about this all the time but it also it, we, when you say that, it's not meant that you're actually stealing the work product of somebody else. It's an inspirational thing. You understand that somebody might have done that, and you you give them attribution, however, is appropriate for the medium. That you know that this thing is is based on what I saw or what I read or whatever from this other creator. So. You know, it's okay to look at, uh, you know, a graphic and go, I really like that that purple. I want to find out what that purple is and use that purple in my thing or that font or whatever. Those things, perfectly acceptable. But when you wholesale post the picture of the Mona Lisa as it's your own work product, no. Nah. Absolutely. Rich, do you see examples of this kind of um, not remixing, but really sort of trying to represent somebody else's work as your own in your field, in the marketing, advertising, branding field? 
Um, not so much. I mean, of course, if somebody in the United States like Yeti comes up with stainless tumblers, now all of a sudden there's, but they're very expensive. And everybody in the world has, not everybody, but lots of people have knockoff stainless tumblers. So that look just like Yeti, they just, they're just not branded. That's been going on forever. Um, we're talking about creative stuff, though. I, was, I wanted to bring up um, Sean Umfried. I forget his name. He's the guy that lives up by you, Keely, uh, the what no way guy. He'll do, somebody will post a video, a TikTok or something about how you use WD-40 to clean your headlights, for example. And he'll go, what? No way. And he'll try it. And either it'll work or it won't. And it's pretty funny. It's pretty entertaining. So he's got oodles and gobs of TikToks and reels and Facebook videos. And there's so many channels that have stolen all his stuff and just made duplicate channels of him. And you don't know who the real guy is. So he finally got verified on Facebook so you know which one it is for real. But, I mean, there's it happens to everybody. Big guys, too, like Mr. Beast. There's a guy in Russia that knocks off Mr. Beast. There's There's... Ryan Trahan, there's all kinds of people get knocked off all the time. Exactly. You know, frame, not frame by frame, but shot by shot. Even even on videos, they don't steal the video, but they steal everything that the video, all the dialogue. It's it's mm-hmm. it's incredible how much people can get away with. It's yeah. No funny. way. <laughs> fuck's sake. He, he says, says it a lot, too. He, yeah, he says for fuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got to follow this guy. He sounds great, but I'll make sure I follow the correct account. Michelle, jump in here with uh, with your experiences and and how you're feeling because you're definitely getting into that as a as a branding expert. You really do work very hard at your own brand and helping other people establish theirs. T- tell me your thoughts on this issue. How you how are you feeling? Well, oh my goodness. It, it It is not fun to see someone taking your stuff. I mean, it's not fun. Um, so, all right. So what had happened was I had a situation um, where I worked with a company. I was a consultant with a company, uh, a, you know, popular jewelry company or whatever. And I, you know, when you're amongst other consultants doing the same thing, it's you have to stand out because everybody's using the stuff from from whatever that company is. And so in order to make your stuff stand out, you know, you just do different things. So I took my own photographs. I I put my logo on stuff. I did different things, you know, to to create whatever graphics that I was working on. And one day I was in a group once just like you guys, you know, we, we found things in a, in a small group. You know, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, that's that's my picture. That's the stuff. Oh, that's my logo. She lifted the entire thing with my logo on it and then just put her stuff on top of it. You know, and I'm sitting here going, but dude, that's my logo. Like it clearly, I mean, what are you doing? So, yeah, it it doesn't feel good at all. I didn't have uh, the whole um, double down issue um, when when I confronted my, you know, my person, um, she was gracious enough and just took it down. And I'm like, yeah, you know, if you really want to do that, take your own photos because you can, um, you can, you can be a copycat, but don't just straight up steal it. That's just stupid. You know, you make you look really bad. So, but, uh, but I didn't have that experience where, um, you know, you know, she didn't double down. She took it down or whatever. And uh, I, you know, I, 
told her, look, that's my logo. If you look anywhere on the Internet and you see that logo, yeah, that logo is me. So you can't say that if that is you. And she was gracious about it. But I had another situation where there was a company way bigger than me. Okay, that basically stole my stole my footage. So here's the other scenario. I was home alone on New Year's Eve in front of my fireplace drinking a glass of wine. And I decided I wanted to shoot that. So I shot it with my cell phone, which I have the footage on my cell phone right to this day. And it was really it was really nice. It was basically I'll just set the scene. Beautiful scene, crackling fireplace. It was roaring. And in the shot, in the lower third, there's my glass. I grab the glass. I take a sip and put the glass back down. I was not in the shot. The only thing you saw was my hand picking up the glass the glass coming to the the camera as though it was taking a sip and then the glass going back down on the hearth of the fireplace as the fire continued to roar. I posted that on Instagram and Sony hit me with a copyright strike. And I'm like, they took my stuff down and they claimed that that footage was theirs. And this happens a lot. Every time, every time that, The time comes around, I keep getting notifications from Sony saying that that is their footage. Now, me as a little person trying to go up against Sony. Yeah, David and Goliath. However, (laughs) I didn't push the I didn't push the issue. First of all, I was mad. I was I was spitting mad. I was so mad. And I had a few choice words to say to, you know, when I try to, uh, Uh, you know, prove that it was mine, but I never really took it anywhere because I'm like, I'm not wasting my time with this. This is just going to, I'm not wasting my time with this. I can shoot another one and then put more of me in the, in the photo. If you think that that's yours, I'll just put more of me in the photo, but it was clearly my fireplace. And I have the footage on my phone. I can prove this in a court, but I don't have that kind of time. So I just let it go. So I don't know if other people experience things like that, where, you know, you've done something and you're proud of whatever it is that you did and someone just comes and just takes it from you. I'm guessing that that one is, it's not actually, there's no one at Sony that is watching and saying, oh, that's ours and let's process something. That is going to be some AI thing that is looking for similarities between content. And it will have just flagged that as saying, oh, we look, it looks like this is violating, you know, whatever, or, or some co- copyright, or it's similar to this other image or, or similar video. Um, and maybe actually just following up with it, it would be the thing to do because they'd just actually look at what the footage that they're saying that it is and then the actual footage and they'd say, oh, no, it isn't actually the same piece. But I'm sure that it's going to be... I don't think Sony's using that anywhere and they've got it and saying this is ours. It would just be some automated thing that is uh, is flagging it, I would guess. Well, be because that it, as it, it may, it, it wasn't it wasn't worth it to me to even do sure, it. sure, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, you know, but if I guess if you ever found yourself in that kind of situation, you got that kind of time on your hands. Hey, go for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. But you know, it wasn't worth it to me. I'll, I'll just shoot another one. It's fine. I'll put more of me in it. I'll put a leopard something in the way and. <laughs> It will be unmistakable. (laughs) So there are a lot of choices that we have to make about how we're approaching things. And, you know, Alec, for example, took a pretty magnanimous and 
you know, not very confrontational approach, still didn't work out. <laughs> the person was still very objectionable. I was my usual rather forthright self and that didn't work out either. <laughs> so I got the double down treatment as well. Um, but I think it's important for us to, to call out the behavior where it exists because it's not about punishing people or trapping them or getting money out of them because they've done something wrong. It's about raising awareness around everybody that we deal with that this is not okay, that taking other people's stuff and presenting it as yours is not okay. And having been subjected to it myself, I'm more aware of how I use content. And when I look at photographs of umpires that I really want to use in my stuff, I think, I, I can't use that photograph because that is copyrighted by that photographer. That's not the right thing for me to do. So I think it's it's all about being active about it. No, we have to pick our battles, but I I think this is a battle worth fighting in in a larger sort of perspective. I know it's going a little above this in, in terms of the legal realm, but in in copyright, in trademark, in protecting your stuff, you have to defend your your items and and that's probably to a certain extent what sony thought they were doing they didn't do it very elegantly but you know the, the as michelle said though you got to draw the line like can i afford to take this any further you know uh, it's going to cost me money to defend myself but the reality is is that if you do have a trademark and uh, you know uh, you can lose the right to use it if you don't actively trying to defend, you know, whatever protection, legal protections you have on it, you have to go after it. So if you've trademarked something, if you've copyrighted something, you've bought into trying to defend that ownership for evermore. And there you go. And with that very dire warning, stay safe out there, friends. Thanks for hopping on to our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, tell your friends. If you didn't like it, tell your friends. We'd love a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can check out our YouTube channel, Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media. Alex Johnson, Dina Taylor, Keely Dunn, Michelle Lawrence, Rob Valls, and me, Rich Green. Thanks. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs>